Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys podcast, ready to bring you Week Ten picks. Uh, I'm here with Adam Sidek this week. No Robbie, uh, but we're gonna carry on without him. We might have a guest uh, appearance here by my dog periodically, as she likes to chime in every now and then. Uh, but Adam, how we doing? Doing good. Yeah. Uh, you know, week week nine, a lot of wild shit happened. Some some pretty long upsets and just some bad officiating all around. It was a uh, it was an interesting week, but yeah, looking forward to this week. Uh, yeah, Robbie's not here, but he's given us a lot of input, so we're gonna let you know how he feels on these games too. Yeah, crazy upsets. Uh, probably topping the uh, charts with that would be the the Jags over the Bills. <laughs> that one uh, that one stumped everybody uh, and blew up a lot of eliminators and and teasers. I'm sure. So uh, just goes to show you, you know, that's why they play the game. But uh, you know, we'll get into uh, we'll get into our picks from last week uh, in just a second here, and then. Uh, you know, periodically here we'll uh, we'll we'll get into our week ten picks, but uh, to look back at our lead pipe locks from last week, um, Adam, your pick was Saints minus six against the Falcons. Oh, I miss. Not good. Uh, you know, the Falcons might be a little bit better than we've given them credit for in this podcast. They're they're sliding in at the wild card spot right now in the NFC, and it is. They don't feel like that good of a team. But no, no, they don't. We'll see, we'll see what happens the rest of the year, but yeah, there's a there's just like kind of a big middle ground pool in the NFC uh, where you're finding teams like the Falcons. I think the Bears are probably in that mix. Barely Vikings, maybe Vikings, Seahawks. yeah, Seahawks, yeah, just kind of middle of the road teams, just kind of meddling around, uh, winning and losing, uh, you know, pretty much alternating. So. Uh, we'll see, but uh, yeah, that was a tough one. Uh, Saints barely lost that game on a uh, last-second field goal. Uh, Robbie had uh, Bengals minus two and a half. Uh, this one, uh, you know, I I was guilty of losing this one as well. Tough one. Uh, Browns came out. Bengals were moving the ball okay, but a uh, couple of bad red zone yeah. turnovers for the Bengals, and that game just turned on its head real quick. So. Uh, Got out of hand and definitely not the game uh, I expected. But uh, you can't make you can't make mistakes against the Browns. Uh, definitely made them pay. Yeah, uh, Denzel Ward taking basically a hundred yard interception house, yeah. return. Yeah, uh, you know it's tough to overcome <laughs> the pick six when you're in the red zone. So uh, yeah, but the uh, Bengals will you know get back out there. They got another sh- uh, shot to uh, right the ship here. Uh, finally, uh, Chargers minus two uh, was my lock of the week, and uh, we got one. Uh, so Chargers minus two hit, uh, but only barely as uh, it took a last-minute field goal uh, for them to uh, to cover that line. So uh, good for uh, good for us for at least getting one of these right. But uh, you know we're we're back here, and uh, you know we'll we'll take another shot at those lead pipe locks this week. Uh, podcast parlay, uh, so we had Bengals minus two and a half, which we covered, uh, Chargers minus two, which hit, and then, uh, we had Ravens minus five and a half against the Vikings, so, uh, Ravens actually look pretty good, it was a back and forth game against the Vikings, but, uh, uh, Vikings were able to tie that game late, and then, uh, Ravens wound up winning by a field goal in overtime, so that, that missed, but, uh, we went one for three, uh, on the, uh, podcast parlay. Uh, so Adam, why don't we uh, recap real quick how we're uh, doing so far uh, this season? Yeah, uh, you know we're all doing pretty good. We're all very, very close to each other. Uh, leading the pack is Robbie with a record overall record of seventy three, sixty two and one, and then me and you right behind him, uh, seventy two, sixty three and one. So uh, all doing very well. Uh, you know, consistent. And then the over unders, uh, Robbie eighteen and eighteen. Uh, myself 27 and 15 Evan uh, 23 and 13 and the last three weeks you're seven and two so heat heating up there um, yeah but overall doing very solid yeah you and I have had a very good feel for the over-unders thus far this season uh, and at least for me that is not something I've historically done well at all so um, yeah to try to keep that momentum rolling here. definitely got a got a few more plays for you this week Um all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get into it. First off, want to remind everybody that 
Uh, we are on social media, so make sure you check out our page on Instagram and on Twitter. That is our handle, at uh, Guys Again, for both Instagram and Twitter, our handle is at Guys. So check us out there. We got Brother Jeff doing great work for us, uh, picking up a following fast here. So uh, help us out here. Uh, go uh, like and uh, make sure you follow our pages uh, to stay up to date on uh, the latest news uh, with the podcast. Uh, before we get into our Week 10 preview, we've got a quick word from our sponsors. And today's sponsor is Corenti's Flag Emporium. Flag Day is a mere seven months away, guys. So come on down to Corenti's Flag Emporium. No matter the celebration, they've got a flag for you. Looking to taunt your new neighbor that likes a rival team? Corenti's has team flags for all major sports. They are clipping 20% off of all flags this weekend, so don't get held up. Stop by and see why Corrente's has all their flag shops on the chopping block. Uh, so make sure you get on down there uh, this weekend. Big savings, Corrente's Flag Emporium. Great stop, guys. Yeah, and you know if they find a lower price somewhere else, they'll do a, a check for you. You know, very hip thing of them to do, but uh, yeah, they. They, they'll take care of you there there you know they'll go they'll go out of your their way to uh you know make contact and you know help you out <laughs> Corenti's flag emporium want to thank them for uh, being a proud sponsor of the show all right guys week 10 here we go uh we're starting it off with our thursday night football game we've got uh, the baltimore ravens heading down to south beach to take on the dolphins dolphins are seven and a half point uh, underdogs at home in this one with an over-under set at 46 and a half. Uh, Adam, why don't you start this one off? This this is an interesting game. I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to go Dolphins here. I think with I, the seven and a half has really got me on tilt. I think if this was seven, I'd pick the Ravens. But being at home, um, it's still a lot of unclarity as to who the quarterback is going to be for the Dolphins. But Ravens defense this year has not been too good. Elliott, there's good strong safeties out for the year. Um, you know that they're pretty banged up as far as what their roster was coming in, at least their defense. But uh, Ravens giving up most uh, yards per play in the league. Um, you wouldn't think that for a defense that's been okay otherwise statistically. So um, I'm gonna lean the Dolphins here. Um, Getting seven and a half at home, they usually got a pretty home field advantage. And Thursday night, you know, maybe maybe the crowd's a little um, fired up. But my main play here is the over at 46, 46 and a half. Um, I, I, that line is pretty shockingly low for me. I yeah, I, I just think both offenses have success, and you know both defenses this year have been really underwhelming. And I think that continues on a short week. Yeah. Um... You know, I, I like the over in this game as well. Um, you know, we've been talking about it all year, how the Ravens are basically a lock for 24, and it seems like even 27 points a week. Yep. Uh, they're going to get there. And so if you think the Dolphins are going to be competitive in this game, that means you think they're getting to 20 points. And if they're getting there, then um, odds are, uh, you know, this this over is going to hit. So I, I like that. Um, I, I think the Dolphins will be competitive, but I think a little bit too much uh, offense out of the Ravens, though, uh, this week. And, um, you know, I think uh, Dolphins are going to have a tough time. Uh, you know, heat shouldn't be as much of a factor uh, with uh, it being a night game. Uh, but, you know, another kind of factor that helps the uh, over in this situation is you've got uh, the short week for the defenses. Uh, like to talk about this um you know, just about every week too. Uh, those defenses on the short week, they're not uh, fully rested up, still dealing with bangs and bruises uh, from the uh, previous week's game. Definitely a little bit slower to tackle. Um, and I think I think the Ravens were on defense was on the field for 90 plays last week, yeah. which is a ton. Yep, yeah. So they're going to be going into a short week. They're going to be pretty gassed. Yeah, so I, I'm with you. Uh, definitely like the over in this game. Robbie, Robbie's liking the over as well. Um, you know, he thinks that uh, the Dolphins will be competitive in this game. So he's taking the Dolphins plus 7.5, and he's on the over with Adam and I as well. All right, uh, next game up, we've got a fun one here. It's going to be Saints 
taking on the Titans in Nashville, where the Titans are three-point home favorites. Over-under in this game set at 44-and-a-half. Um, we've, we've got some contrasting takes here. Uh, I'll, I'll lead it off. I like the Titans minus three this week. Uh, definitely uh, underwhelming performance from the Saints uh, since Jameis has been out. Uh, Simeon got rocked around a little bit. Um, you know, he's, he's definitely... Uh, not uh, the most reliable quarterback back there. And, um, you know, we saw them struggle at home uh, to the Falcons. And, uh, you know, I think this Titans team has really started to turn a corner. They're playing uh, definitely a lot better. And uh, I was surprised this line was only minus three. So I, I'm feeling really good about the Titans this week. I think they're just going to be a little bit too much uh, for the Saints to handle. Uh, I think Saints D would have to be really, would really have to play well in this game in order to, uh, you know, be able to cover this. So, uh, I'm taking Titans minus three. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the opposite side. I'm going to take the Saints with the points. Um, I just think last week, both these teams sort of Fugazi weeks. Um, you know, Titans the last month, I think, have probably been the best team in the NFL. There's a lot of huge wins. Um, last week, they went into SoFi and won against the Rams at Sunday Night Football. But that game... It was a little weird. They jumped out, got a couple uh, big turnovers early, jumped out to a big lead. And, you know, Titans, they're a team that if they get the lead, they're tough to come back on. Um, and that was the case last Sunday. But I think that was a little bit, uh, I guess, of an overachieving event for the Titans. And then on the other side, the Saints, um, they didn't come to play last week against the Falcons interdivision. Um, you know, you got turnover at quarterback. Um, they're one of the teams that are in for ODB. Um, they definitely could use a, another playmaker on offense. And I think the wild card of this matchup is Alvin Kamara. I think he's going to play, but he might. He's dealing with an, uh, a knee injury, or sorry, an ankle injury. So he's a little banged up. But uh, I'm still going to lean the Saints with the points. I think they're just too good. And I expect this to be a really, really tight game. Um, it, but I think both defenses show out in this. Line of 44 and a half. Uh, I'm going to lean the under here. And then for Robbie, uh, Robbie's got a take on this one. Uh, he, he, he likes the Saints money line. He, uh, you know, quoted sort of what I was saying with uh, underwhelming week for the Saints last week and an overachieving week for the Titans. He's expecting a little bit of a market correction, and he likes the Saints to pull off the road upset. Yeah, should be a interesting game. I mean, I think this is one on the noon slate that I'm gonna keep my eye on with the Bears on by. Uh, gonna want to check this game out. I think uh, you know this could be one of the more competitive games of the week. Uh, definitely a lot on the line for both of these teams. So, all right, uh, next game up, it's an AFC East showdown. We've got the Buffalo Bills taking on the Jets in New Jersey. Uh, the Jets are twelve and a half point home dogs in this one. The over/under set at 47 and a half. It's been a little while since we've seen the Jets play. Uh, their last effort was that Thursday night blowout against the Colts. I say blowout, even though I think they only lost by 12 15, yeah. or 15 points in the end. Uh, but it was a uh, crazy effort to get that game close. <laughs> Josh Johnson by uh, Josh Johnson. Um, that was an absolute blowout. That game was over in in the second quarter, basically. So, um, but uh, here we go. I mean. So the Jets, uh, definitely a lackluster uh, response to their uh, win against the Bengals two weeks ago. Um, but the Bills, I think the Bills come out hungry in this game, even though they're on the road and 12.5 is a big number to cover. Um, they've got a bad taste in their mouth uh, for that uh, loss to Jacksonville. Uh, I think uh, that offense has a lot to prove, uh, and I think I expect them to have their uh, foot on the gas pedal uh, this entire game. So I'm, I'm thinking the Bills come out strong and fast in this game, put up lots of points early. I think they cover the 12.5, and, and they demoralize the Jets. Uh, I'm taking the Bills. Yeah, I, this is another game I was sort of tilted on. Uh, I'm going to lean the Bills here. Their pass offense um, is just too good to look as bad as they've looked the last you know three games or so, and this Jets pass defense is about as bad as it gets in the NFL. Uh, so I'm expecting a get-right game, even though they're on the road. Um, I, I expect... I expect Mike White to have a little bit of success, but, um, you know, the, the more tape you get on some of these rookies, you know, maybe the first couple times, uh, he, he looked decent uh, in his what, quarter against the Colts, but, um, 
you know, he's, he's looked good so far, but I, I think, you know, there's a reason why he was a, you know, six round pick two years ago. And this is his first experience. So I, I this bill's defense is too good, especially against the pass to, um, you know, to let Mike white run up and down him, uh, like, like he's done the last couple of weeks. So, I'm gonna lean to Bills here. I, I still think you know a road road line of 12 and a half is pretty high, so I'll probably stay off this one. But um, yeah, if I had to choose one, I'd pick the Bills. Robbie's uh, Robbie's liking the Jets this week. He likes Mike White back under center, uh, and uh, he thinks that this uh, this offense for the Jets is is turned a corner, and they're going to be able to keep this game competitive. Uh, so he's taking the Jets uh, to cover the 12 and a half at home. All right, next game up. Um, this is this is definitely one I have circled on my calendar, and I'm not really sure why. It's the Detroit Lions playing the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers are nine point favorites at home in this one, with the over under set at forty two and a half. Um, Adam, I think we've got similar takes on this. I, I love the Lions here, uh, plus nine. I mean. Coming off the bye, uh, and and this is a Lions team that has been competitive against good teams, even on the road uh, this year. Um, I I think the Lions can uh, can hang in there with the Steelers team that isn't uh, the most potent offensive team in the world. And um, honestly, we saw a little bit of uh, you know maybe some issues with the defense uh, in that Monday night performance against the Bears. I mean, the Bears have moved the ball well, really, against anybody, and then. Uh, they were able to come in there against that uh, supposedly vaunted uh, Steelers defense, and, and they nearly put up 30 on them. So uh, I think the uh, Lions are going to be able to remain competitive in this one. I like uh, them plus the nine. That just seems like way too many points in this game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm all over the Lions here. I think um, it's sort of a disrespectful line when you think about it with how the Steelers played last week. And I'm going to make this my lock of the week. Um, just getting nine points against a, that Steelers team that the offense is broken, right? You, you saw Big Ben go up for a deep ball, miss everybody by 20 yards and still make it a completion somehow. I mean, the Steelers are like one of the, they're sort of like my car right now. You know, there's maybe about 5,000 miles left before it completely breaks down. But every time you drive it you, you, and you get somewhere and you, you don't break down, it feels good. That's what that's how watching the Steelers team is. It's, it feels like this this is a sinking ship that barely makes it to port every game. And, I, you know, Dan Campbell, he's, he's, a, he, he's a guy, and he's definitely a football guy. I, I just think that the Lions offensively are, are, are too talented. I, I, I think these teams offensive-wise are comparable. And, you know, Steelers got a better defense, but to be given nine points, um, Steelers on a short week, Lions on a, you know, having to buy last week on a long week. Don't be shocked if Lions win this game. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah, and and if you're feeling you're feeling you know risky, you take take a shot on the money uh, Lions money line here. I would definitely not recommend you to pick the Steelers and any eliminators. This this game's got upset written all over it for me. I love the analogy to your car, just like the Steelers. I mean. You know your car; it, it was in its prime in the late two thousands. You know it peaked back then, and it's just been searching for the glory years ever since. Uh, so you know, it, it gets a tune up every off season. You know, just like, <laughs> just like Ben's Ben's shoulder. Um, it's not getting any better though. And neither is this this uh, the Steelers team. They 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 were honestly lucky to win last week. That oh. that offense from the Bears in the first half was just, you know, they shot themselves in the foot and. But yeah, I, 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 I'm shocked. I, I take. I love the Lions here plus nine. I, they're going to make this a close game. Yeah, if the Bears didn't have like over a hundred yards and penalties, that game probably would have been. Uh, you know, Bears would have won that game. But uh, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Uh, Robbie is all over the Lions uh, this week as well. He loves the plus nine. Uh, he's confident about it as well. So uh, I mean, this is definitely one. I feel like we're going to revisit a little later. We are loving the Lions this week collectively. All right, next game up, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Indianapolis Colts. This game is in Indianapolis where the Colts are 10-point favorites. And the over-under in this one set at 47-and-a-half. Um, I, I feel really good about the Jags in this game. Uh, I think you know that defense definitely showed uh, you know some 
you know, really good run defense, uh, really starting to come together. Uh, great performance against the Bills. I mean, they had them uh, completely lost on the offensive side of the ball. And, uh, you know, not the best day for Trevor Lawrence and his unit, but you know what? They did enough to win the game. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're going up against a much weaker opponent than the, the Bills, uh, albeit they are on the road this week. But I, I feel like the plus 10, when you factor in that this Jags team might be starting to figure it out, and uh, they've got a defense definitely uh, playing a little bit better. Plus, this is a division game that tends to be a little tighter anyway. 10 points just seems like too much. I, I love the Jags this week, plus the 10. And uh, I think this line of 47.5 for the over-under, I think that's a little bit too high as well. Uh, I'm going to take the under in this one. I, I don't think uh, we're going to see quite that many points. Yeah, I... I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean to Jags here. Uh, I have a I have a couple worries about you know the Jags going on the road to a Colts team that's you know looking pretty looking better than what they were to start the year. Um, but overall, I think this is a good matchup for the Jags. They got one of the better run defenses in the league. Colts definitely a team that likes to pound the ball uh, on the ground, and you know big win for the Jags last week. I think they'll have a little bit of confidence going into this matchup. Interdivision games are usually a little bit closer than what. You know, otherwise the school uh, would it, the standings would indicate. So I'm gonna take the Jags here. Um, I probably could stay off the over under line, but um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Trevor Lawrence has a pretty decent day. The Colts' passing defense has been a little suspect the last maybe month or so. So I I could see the Jags keeping this one close. I I feel pretty decent about it. And Robbie, Rob, Robbie's got a lot to say on this game. <laughs> he uh, brought up the point with uh Carson Wentz is becoming a father real quick here and it couldn't baby could happen on Sunday so he's, he's he's expecting a possible big dad game um is that a HIPAA violation are we are we disclosing some some sensitive you know, uh, medical information Carson on Carson Wentz doesn't seem like the kind of guy that wants his medical records out <laughs> <laughs> but Robbie found him <laughs> uh yeah I mean and and he's got he's got another good point on this game um you know, Tony Carrente's crew is calling this, so uh, expect the unexpected. I mean, maybe you get a little Jags, little Jags push or a hip check, something. You know, you know, you never, you never know what to expect from that clown. But um, he's on the Jags, and so are we. Yep. So then it's a, it's a consensus Jags. Consensus on the Jags. So we'll see. That's uh, two big underdogs that uh, we're liking to uh, cover their number here uh, in a row. Uh, next game up, it's the Bucks taking on the Washington football team. This is uh, two squads that are uh, fully rested. They uh, were uh, on bye last week, and the Bucks are nine-point favorites on the road as this game is in our nation's capital. Pretty high over-under in this one, set at 51. Um, Adam, why don't you kick this one off? Yeah, this is... Um... This is a game I had some trouble picking. Um, a little bit of uncertainty, especially with the Bucks wide receivers room. Um, AB's looks like he's still going to be out. Same with Gronk. And Chris Godwin came up today with a foot injury. So uh, his status is in question. I'm going to lean the Bucks here. I, I think even with those guys out, they have enough to um, cover this nine-point spread on the road. Um, you know, the team, they've just been so underwhelming this year. Um, I know they're coming off the bye. You know, the last, last time we saw them, they lost to the, the Broncos. But, um, yeah, I just don't know what to expect from this team. The defense has been atrocious. Um, I, I have no concerns about the Bucks being able to put up points. And, you know, the Bucks defense, they've, I don't know, been a little suspect, at least to what they have been for the last year and a half against the run the last month or so. So I, I, I sort of expect the team to be able to move the ball, keep keep somewhat pace, but in the end, I Bucks might be too much, um, so I'm, I'm gonna take the Bucks here, but I am also gonna take the over 51. Like I mentioned before, both defenses, um, well, team is definitely struggling, but Bucks also of late haven't been Banged too great. Up. Yeah, yeah, and I know they that demolished the Bears, but I'll take that game out. They're they're sort of you know middle of the road defense, so I, I like the over there. Yeah, I think the Bucks can get the 30 points in this game, um, and I kind of think back to that that uh, Washington football team versus Green Bay game where uh, I think we were all on the over, and that game came so close to the over hitting, and that was with, like, um, Heineke going, like, I think zero points in, like, four red zone possessions in the second half. Um, 
so as long as we don't see kind of those same issues and definitely, uh, you know, team should be able to have a better showing uh, on the offensive end at home in this game. I'm going to, I'm going to ride with you on that. Adam. I, I like the over as well. Um, you know, I, for, for the spread, I like the bucks here. Um, you know, the nine, I, I think if Godwin plays, I, I think I'll probably take that, but uh, you're going to want to keep an eye on that because if, if they're without Godwin, Brown, and Gronk, I mean, that's just a significant piece of the offense missing. And, um, you know, Brady Brady can work miracles, and he still might be able to pull it off. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I think A.B. and and Godwin are uh, the A and B options in that offense that I've seen of late. I mean, I know uh, Evans had the three-touchdown game, uh, I think their last time out, but uh, I, I think you know <laughs> you're looking at uh, the top two options being gone in that offense. That could be tough. So uh, keep an eye on that. Make sure uh, at least Godwin is going to go. Uh, but uh, presuming that that indeed happens, I'll take the Bucks minus nine. Rob, Robbie is like in the uh, the team uh, plus the points in this one. Um, you know he's. Yeah, he's he's pretty much mentioning the he's a little scared of the no Godwin or AB, um, which is keeping him off. You know, both teams are coming off the bye, so you know, rush other than those players should be, um, you know, both teams should be pretty fresh, and you know, maybe maybe they get a little boost from the team with uh, what's his uh, Logan Thomas back, and then Antonio Gibson has been banged up, but he could he was the, probably no one else in the league could use a. Uh, a week off more than him so you know I, Robbie's got some good points yep you definitely got to check the check the statuses Sunday before this game to see see uh, who's out who's in and make that inform your decision yep absolutely all right uh, next one uh, this is kind of a fun one with uh, two AFC contenders uh, we've got the Cleveland Browns heading into New England to take on the Pats uh, Patriots are two point favorites at home in this one with the over under set at 45 and a half. Uh, Adam, uh, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, this is, uh, this is, I think my favorite game of the week, two, five and four teams, um, dealt with a lot of adversity. Um, you know, Browns, you know, they've, they've had some injuries, a lot of COVID issues. They got some COVID issues this week. Um, three of their healthy running backs are COVID have COVID looks like the Ernest Johnson's going to be the only healthy back um, going off coming off or playing a Patriots team that is undefeated on the road, but has not won a road game yet. So, um, and they're five and four too. They're, they're on to come up. Um, so I, I, I'm a lean, to, I'm a lean to Browns here. Uh, I just think, yeah, it's, I got a feeling that their defense just makes one or two more plays in a Patriots defense. I think collectively both defenses are very good, but when it comes to you know plays that flip the script, you saw it last week with Denzel Ward, just big plays from the defense. I think the Browns have a little bit more star power, and to have them get points in this game, uh, I, I like the Browns here. And, and Baker's, Baker's getting healthier. You saw it last week. ODB is subtra- uh, addition. Addition by subtraction. Addition yeah. by subtraction. They, those two never had chemistry to begin with, so that's not a loss for them. And, you know, my, my favorite Donovan Peoples-Jones. Uh, he's he's out there balling. Uh, maybe he has a good game. But, um, yeah, I like the I like the Browns here on the road to cover. And um, I think my, my favorite play in this game is actually going to be the under, 45-and-a-half. Uh, I, I expected that line to be a little lower. You know, both defenses are definitely the strengths of these teams. And, um, yeah, I think with Mac Jones, he's been extremely impressive. We say it every week. But um, this is a defense that I think will give him a couple, a little bit of issues. You saw last week with Burrow and uh, what they did to him. So I'm not expecting an offensive um, explosion from the Patriots and certainly not from the Browns given their COVID status and just overall injuries. So I, I love the under here. Yeah, I I agree with you, Adam. Um, I think my favorite play in this game is definitely the under as well. I think both these teams are going to struggle to get to twenty points uh, individually, and uh, I agree that forty five and a half uh, just seems high and jumps off the page. So uh, maybe Vegas knows something we don't, but uh, I'm going to be taking this under. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. As for the spread in this game. Um, you know, I'm going to lean Browns, but I, I think this is going to be a very close game throughout. 
Um, I'm taking the Browns with the two points, but I don't feel confident enough. I, this game, I think, uh, you know, with just two points, it could swing either way. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Browns with the points, but I expect a very close game. Uh, probably uh, not going to bet this one, but uh, definitely like the uh, the under 45 and a half. Robbie uh, is on the Browns as well. He's got an interesting take here. He thinks that uh, even with uh, you know, the big uh, dog running backs out for the Browns, that uh, they're still going to be able to move the ball uh, on this uh, on this Patriots uh, defense. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't know that I necessarily agree with that, but, uh, you know, he's on the Browns. He thinks that they're going to be able to move the ball on the ground and, uh, and control the, uh, the time of possession. So we'll see. All right. Next game up, we've got, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, uh, coming in off of a very good win against the Saints. Uh, and they are taking on the Cowboys and the Cowboys are eight and a half point favorites at home in this one with a over under set at 55. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty uh, pretty crazy number there. But, I mean, these are two teams that can put up the points. Um, you know, for me, I, I'm leaning Falcons here. And uh, this is scary because I think the last time I, I felt good about a Falcons game was, was week one. and trouble. Yeah, and I, I nearly, uh, nearly had an aneurysm. <laughs> um, so I'm back on the Matt Ryan train, which is, uh, you know, never, never a train you want to be on. It could derail at any moment. Um, but, uh, you know, I just think eight and a half is a little bit too high. I'm still trying to figure out what the heck happened, uh, to the Cowboys at home last week, uh, against the Broncos. Just things seem a little amiss there. Um, maybe Dak's still trying to get his footing, but that game, I mean, that wasn't really Dak's fault. That defense couldn't get off the field, uh, and, and the Cowboys weren't really able to run the ball well. Um, but, uh, you know, I think with the struggles and the Cowboys, um, I think maybe this over-under set at 55, I think that's just a tad high. I mean, it's tough to get to 55 in the NFL. And when you factor in that the Cowboys were just shut out at home, granted, that's not going to happen again uh, this game. But uh, I don't know. I'm thinking that uh, I'm thinking that the Cowboys, uh, I, I think maybe this is a lower-scoring game than people uh, are anticipating. Maybe uh, people are remembering that uh, shootout last year where the Cowboys came all the way back on the Falcons, oh, yeah. one of those epic <laughs> collapses they had last year. Um, but uh, I like the Falcons plus the 8.5 in this one, and uh, I think the play I like the most that I would recommend in this game is the under 55. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that over-under line. I, I think it's probably too high. I, I, I tend to agree with you there. Um, I, last week, I think you throw out for the Cowboys um Dak coming off an injury um clearly wasn't himself uh I think that's probably the worst game he's had as a professional um you know maybe maybe could have used another week week of uh Cooper Rush um but I I just think this week um against a much worse defense than the the Bengal or the the Broncos that the Cowboys have a get right game um you know, they're going to be able to do what they want on offense against this Falcons team. And, you know, looking at the Falcons, I know last week they were very impressive. Um, I just don't know where the offense is going to come from. You get, I mean, I said it last week and I was, I was wrong, but, you know, Corduroy Patterson, Cal Pitts, you know, Mike Davis, Russell Gage. I mean, those aren't names. I know Kyle Pitts is exceptional, and so Corduroy's been great. But if you could limit those two guys, I just don't know where the offense production is coming from. And, you know, I, the Cowboys don't have a phenomenal defense, but um, yeah, I don't think it takes a genius to real, realize who the, the dangerous, dangerous players are, are on that Falcons team. So, you know, I, I, I just like the Cowboys to get right here. Eight and a half is a lot for a team that did not, I mean, essentially got blown out at home uh, last week. But – in this case, I think I'm going to take it. And then Robbie, Robbie's echoing that, you know, saying that the Cowboys got caught, caught off guard. He mentions Lamb was a little limited during the game, and, you know, he didn't look great, and it definitely affected the game plan for the Cowboys, but he's expecting a get-right game for them as well. Uh, one thing to note, it's going to be the return of Michael Gallup this week, uh, it's looking like, which is big for them. Uh, hopefully he's... Uh, healthy and ready to go because he he adds another dimension to that uh team i mean when they can trot out um <laughs> i mean you know you're talking about uh 
uh, Cooper, Cooper, Lamb, and Lamb, and, and then yeah, Schultz and Joe, yeah, I mean they've uh, they've got they've got a good squad. I mean you're not even mentioning Pollard and Elliott. I mean they've got weapons. Um, started to get together. So if that line can hold up for Dak, um, you know, should see them start to turn the corner here. But uh, yeah, just an interesting thing to note: uh, the return of Michael Gallup. All right, uh, next game up, we've got the Carolina Panthers. Heading to Arizona to take on the Cardinals, where the Cardinals are ten and a half point favorites, and the over/under in this one set at forty-four and a half. Uh, Cardinals certainly uh, took care of business last week against the Niners, even with uh, backup quarterback Colt McCoy. Uh, really, just kind of a strong team performance uh, out of the Cardinals, and then you know the Panthers. Uh, it's it's been a struggle for them of late. Um, you know, I was all over the Patriots last week, uh, minus four, even, even in, uh, Carolina when they were at home, this Panthers team is in free fall. They've got, uh, PJ Walker is going to start this week as, uh, uh, um, Darnold is out with a uh, shoulder injury. So we'll see, um, I don't know the, the 10 and a half line, this doesn't scare me. I know, uh, Kyler and, and Hopkins are banged up, uh, in this one, but, I still think they should be able to cover the ten and a half here. You're still talking about one of the premier teams in the NFL. Um, I, I think they've they've kind of proved enough for me this year to uh, to pick them to cover a number like this. I, I know that Panthers de- uh, defense can can play units close, but I don't think that offense will be able to move the ball effectively. And uh, you know, factoring that the Cardinals are at home in this one, I just think ten and a half. Uh, I think Panthers are still getting a little bit of credit for what they pulled off early on in the season, but they're they're a very different team right now, and they are very much in free fall. So I like the Cardinals minus ten and a half here. Yeah, this is one where you're going to want to check the <laughs> the injury report because you know there's I, we, the one thing we do know is Sam Darnold is out, um, and I that's a that's one of those two that maybe addition by subtraction. He's been so bad the last you know five weeks. Um, PJ Walker, we haven't really seen a lot of him. Um, but you know, I, I, I think he might give them a different element and just a different look. And we, we've seen it, we've seen it this year. We, 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 we see it, you know, often where somebody comes in off the street and actually looks pretty good. Um, you know, I saw it in that playoff game last year with Heineke. It's just uh, the unknown is a Mike benefit. White. Yeah. Yeah. It, the unknown is a benefit to the team that has the unknown. So, um, so I, I I'm I'm taking the Panthers here with the points, uh, regardless of you know Kyler playing, D Hop playing. Uh, I I just think that their defense is you know still good, still a good unit. Um, they they're still in the hunt for the NFC. So um, you know maybe maybe PJ Walker gives them a boost and C Mac probably coming back. So um, yeah, I I like the Panthers here. I know they're they're on the road, but getting ten and a half points uh for a team that you know. It's pretty good to keep in, in the game. Um, I'm going to take that all day. Yeah, Robbie, uh, echoing similar sen- sentiments to what you just uh, laid out there. Uh, definitely thinking that uh, with P.J. Walker in could be a curveball. Uh, but I think that's a great point, Adam. I mean, uh, when these teams don't exactly know how to game plan for a guy, it, you know, they're, they're kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. So, um, I mean, talent-wise, the Cardinals should be able to win this game, especially if they... Uh, get a little help on the injury front with uh, Hopkins and Kyler. But um, I, I was just thoroughly impressed uh, with what they did against the Niners last week as they were banged up. Um, I, I think they're going up against a, a worse team this week and a team that they should be able to uh, to dominate at home. All right, uh, next up, uh, this should be a fun one. We've got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Chargers. This game is in L.A. where the Chargers are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, over under in this one set at 53 and a half. Um, I am on the Chargers this one. Um, you know, again, we keep seeing the Chargers kind of on these low lines uh, to cover small numbers. Um, you know, if this if this was much higher, I'd probably tell you I'd be on the Vikings. Like if it got to four or four and a half, I think I'd switch over to the Vikings. But uh, you know, kind of like last week with the Eagles, that number was just small enough where, you know, you, you think that they can cover it. Um, yeah, their offense definitely isn't looking as dynamic uh, as it did maybe the uh, first four, uh, five games of the season. But 
Um, you know, Big Mike Williams has been dealing with a uh, a knee injury, so that's slowed him up a little bit. And uh, I I think you know that's that's been a a bit of a reason why uh, they've maybe struggled a little bit on the offensive end of late. But uh, this Vikings team is is really uh, grinding for a win at this point. Uh, they've lost a lot of close games this year. Um, would not be surprised if uh, if they kept this game competitive here as well. Um, for me, uh, I'm going to take the Chargers in this one, um, but I, I don't know how great I feel about it. Um, seems like a pretty good line to me. I could see this one swinging either way, but uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I, it's a broken record for me when this Vikings team, I've been fading them all year. They're, they're just not good. Um, regardless of who their coach is, who their quarterback is, who their running back is, you know, they, they got the pieces, but the collection of the parts uh, is not getting it done this year. Um, and, you know, going on the road, this line implies that they're slightly better team than the Chargers. They're just not. Um, they're not. I, I know the Chargers have had some struggles of the last three weeks, but uh, I think, you know, Herbert, uh, you know, answered the adversity and came through with a big win last week. And, um, yeah, I, I just think overall that Chargers, you know, the, the run defense is, you know, a little suspect. But um, we saw it last week. The Vikings were able to move the ball on the, the Raiders. But when it comes down to it, making big plays, getting first downs, just key plays in the game that whole team has been lacking and it's been like that for you know three years now ever since Kirk Cousins has been on that team so um, I don't expect it to change this week um, and to be honest the Chargers what are they, all all four AFC West teams have five wins right now so they're in the thick of it they need this win and uh, I, I think the Vikings are a sinking ship so give me the uh, give me the Chargers here two and a half I like that line Robbie is uh, liking the Chargers as well. Just thinks uh, talent-wise, they're the better team, but uh, a little bit concerned about their run defense against Delvin Cook uh, and uh, Madison. But maybe Delvin Cook isn't uh, isn't going to be in the right headspace for this game. He's dealing with uh, some interesting personal stuff that uh, I don't know. Out of probably respect, I, I won't get too much into here. Seems kind of like a pretty messed up situation. But um, yeah, I mean he. I I mean he, maybe he doesn't even play uh some of the stuff that's coming out not looking great but um yeah we'll we'll see um but anyway we are all on the Chargers minus two and a half in this one uh next up we've got the uh, Seahawks taking on the Packers and it's uh shaping up to be the return of the big quarterbacks uh looking like Russ is gonna play for the Seahawks uh and uh, the Packers should get Aaron Rodgers back uh, from his uh, COVID hiatus. Uh, Packers are three and a half point favorites right now, uh, assuming that Rodgers will play. And the over/under in this one's set at forty-nine and a half. Uh, Adam, why don't you kick this one off? Yeah, I got a strong take on this one. I'm gonna take the Seahawks, uh, and I'm gonna take a money line here. I, you know, with everything going on with the Packers, um, just it seems like they're right now they're in the flux part of their season. They started off great, got the huge win against the Cardinals. And, you know, since then it's everything's sort of been downhill. Um, they're a team that's also involved with those ODB rumors. Um, they could use them. Definitely not going to happen this week. It doesn't seem like he's going to sign anywhere this week, but um, just bad vibes overall from that team. Jordan Love didn't look good. Um, you know, Mike Shanahan, they're kind of, <laughs> he's not the coach of the Packers. Uh, Matt Lafleur <laughs> uh, sort of came out and was he took the heat last week. Just they didn't have a good game plan, and um, yeah, I, I, I there's a chance Aaron Rodgers doesn't even play this week. Um, you know, he needs to have a positive test on before Saturday, and if he doesn't, you know, they're gonna that window is gonna extend, and he's gonna be out this week. Um, but even if he does play, I, I like this Seahawks money line. I, I just think with what Kyler, or man, <laughs> off with these teams right now. But uh, with Russ coming back, um, I, I think Chris Carson's also coming back. They're getting healthier. Um, and I I really like this defense. I've been saying it a couple last last couple of weeks. Uh, they're underrated 100%. Um, definitely coming into form. I, I think they're probably top five unit in the league and I don't think anybody's going to say that um and then coming off the bye I know it's also a long week for the Packers but I, I just think everything's lining up for the Seahawks team 
they know what they need to do and they need to get some wins. So I, I, I think they're they're coming in a little bit more hungry than this Packers team. Uh, and I, I, I like them to win. And I think with line 49 and a half, um, I, I like that under here. And I think if the Seahawks do win, that that under will hit. And under will hit because of their defense. Uh, interesting takes. Yeah, Robbie's, Robbie's with you on the Seahawks. He's thinking that... Uh, the uh, the uh, pack will win this one, but it, it's going to be a close game. So he's taking uh, you know the Seahawks with the points in a close matchup. I mean, these two teams have gone at it and have played many close games over the last decade, uh, especially between these two quarterbacks. Uh, I'm going to lean Packers here, uh, minus three and a half. And this is all assuming Rodgers is good to go. Uh, I just think <laughs> Rodgers is going to have uh, a chip on his shoulder. He's, he's kind of got that Jordan complex where if he finds any sort of reason where he feels slighted or pissed off, it's just like he takes his game to another level. Um, and I, I think uh, I think that could be the case if he's able to play. He'll have something to prove uh, after this whole COVID mess. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, I actually like the over in this game, which differs from you. And it's kind of along those same lines. Is, uh, you know I expect Russ to be able to... Uh, help this offense out and make sure that uh, they're able to put up enough points to get competitive here, uh, especially with Chris Carson coming back. Um, you know, they've got tons of weapons uh, between uh, Lockett and Metcalf uh, going downfield. Now when you factor in, uh, you know, you have to account for Russ uh, scrambling and then the power running game between the tackles of Carson. It's a lot to uh, have to game plan for, game plan for if you're the Packers. Uh, you know, and on the – Offensive side for the Packers, you get Rodgers back, you know, with the weapons, they're they're good for 24 to 27 points no matter what. Um, I just think the 49.5 seems a little low in this one, so I'll take the over. All right, next game up, we've got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles heading out west to take on the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are three-point favorites at home in this one with the over-under set at 44. Uh, better performance out of Bridgewater. Uh, Adam, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I'm going to take the Broncos here uh, at home. Um, this 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 one's this one's interesting to me because Eagles, it's hard to know what to expect from that team. One, 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 I mean, they looked decent last week um, against the Chargers, but um, I, I think going up against, you, we've seen it with this team. If they play a good defense, they start a falter off if they play a defense that is you know below below average um they're, they're more than capable of staying in the game and um sometimes even winning but uh this broncos defense is pretty good especially against the pass um i i think they're gonna they're one of those teams that you know probably gonna force one or two mistakes out of hurts and um they're going to capitalize it on there. i think if they jump out to a good lead um sort of run the ball play um complimentary football I, I think they get the job done here and you know they're they got a pretty good home advantage um this line implies that both these teams are equal in terms of um you know how good they are and i i don't buy that at all i think the broncos are a much better team and you know they're 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 a team like i mentioned they got four wins five wins too a uh, chance to you know take control of this division as crazy as it sounds so i i, I like what i'm seeing out of this broncos team um yeah, I, I think they get the job done here, and I just don't don't see the Eagles other than maybe a Jalen Hurts breakout game or the you know Jordan Howard can't run the ball. As, <laughs> this isn't 2016. <laughs> I, you know he's he's eventually going to stop you know scoring a bunch of points. So I I, I like the Broncos here. Um, feel pretty confident with it. Yeah, I'm going to lean Eagles in this one. A uh, couple, I mean, issues here with uh, Broncos, obviously. Uh, no Von Miller uh, with the trade. I mean, he wasn't there last week, uh, and they did just fine. But also uh, no uh, Sertan as well for them uh, as he's now out. Um, but, uh, you know, with the Eagles, uh, I, I just think uh, they've been a very competitive team thus far, uh, you know, when uh, when the final score comes across, and whether that's fourth quarter garbage time or, or whatever. I just expect this to be a pretty close game, uh, even if the Broncos are able to, uh, you know, Put the uh, get the offense going early on. I think I just don't think the Broncos are a team that just put up a ton of points. Uh, and I know this Eagles defense is suspect, but I think uh, I think the Broncos will kind of hang in there close enough to where the uh, Eagles fourth quarter magic um, with uh, 
you know, it's it's just going to keep them competitive, and you might have a backdoor cover, or maybe the Eagles actually come back and win one of these games. But uh, yeah, I just I want to take the Eagles with the points in this one. Um, they've been playing close games. They played the Eagle or they played the Chargers very tough. Um, so I think that they'll be able to uh, remain competitive in this game. Uh, Robbie is taking the Broncos. Uh, he liked how they looked last week on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, they got Judy back, uh, like how Teddy Bridgewater looked. Um, but, uh, I mean, we'll see. Um, he's, he's on the Broncos. He thinks they've got a shot to, uh, to pull off the W here. All right, Sunday night football. It's the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are two and a half point home dogs in this one with the over under set at 51 and a half. A lot of people are wondering if ODB is going to go to the Raiders. I particularly don't care. Um, I think he's about washed up at this point anyway, but. Uh, at any rate, uh, you know this. Uh, we talked about the AFC West and how it's uh, very competitive and up for grabs. Um, you know, all four of these teams are fighting for it, and this is a big divisional battle. Uh, and uh, you know, the line at two and a half suggests it's going to be close. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. You know, the Raiders have just gone through hell this season, and um, you know, you have to wonder when it's going to catch up to them. I, they didn't look great last week against the Giants. Um, you know, on the other side, I'm still of the belief that eventually the Chiefs, I just think they have too much talent to uh, to to kind of muddle around and, and be a mediocre team for long. Um, you know, obviously Mahomes hasn't been playing great, but uh, I don't know. We've seen it for the last few seasons that this guy, you know, can work miracles on the field. I just, I think eventually that's going to show up again. So I expect the Chiefs to be able to, uh, break out of their slump at some point here. And I'm thinking this is the game on Sunday Night Football, big stage. Uh, give me the Chiefs uh, minus two and a half. I mean, this is a, this is a low spread for them. They haven't been covering spreads because, you know, it, they've had to cover big numbers. Uh, I think finally uh, we're starting to see the public catch on that maybe they aren't as good as, uh, as they've been in the past. But in this game, with all of the Raiders have gone through, um, I think that's... Uh, it's low enough, so I'll, I'll take them to cover the two and a half. Yeah, I think you know. I think we're in for a pretty good, pretty good Sunday night football game here. Um, it's hard. It's hard not to bet the Raiders in these primetime matchups. They somehow they figure a way to turn up and really get uh, get a good atmosphere for those games. Um, you make some good points with the Chiefs. I eventually, eventually they're going to look like the team they were. They have been. Um, I I just don't know if it's this week. Um, you know, I, I think if, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Raiders here with the points at home. Um, wouldn't be surprised if the chiefs ended up winning and winning by, you know, more than this line. But, um, I, I just think the way that Derek Carr is playing, um, they're running the ball with success. They're just playing overall complimentary football, which is, uh, something that, you know, the chiefs are struggling to do. Um, and, you know, Rob, Robbie's also on the Raiders here. He actually likes a money line. It's his lock of the week. It's his lock. Wow. Yeah. He he makes a good point about Deshaun Jackson. Um, you know, he could be good. he could be in for just a surprise deep touchdown. Um, something that Ruggs was good for like it seemed once a game and definitely a good part of that Raiders offense. So um, definitely like that fit. But um, I. I, I could I could see the Raiders winning here. It's this is this is this is gonna be a good game overall. Robbie Robbie also likes the under here, under fifty one and a half. I'll, I sort of think that's a good line, but yeah, um, you know it seems like the Raiders, while the Chiefs have been getting undue respect, uh, the Raiders, you know they've been playing pretty well this season and in past seasons. Uh, I, I feel like they are a little disrespected year in and year out um, when it comes to these lines. And, and maybe this is a case of that here, um, you know, with them with them being uh, home home dogs to a, a Chiefs team that has, you know, not looked great this season. So we'll see. Um, yeah, even last week, they... No, they didn't look great. Yeah. Um, again, I'm just, I, I just bank it on. I think eventually the Chiefs are going to snap out of it. But uh, we'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean... Good point though with Deshaun Jackson. I mean, that's that's the ideal fit for them. Um, the big worry was that they lost that big play potential uh, mm-hmm. with with Rugs going out, and 
and now uh, you know they, they should have a piece of that back. But you know how quickly they can get him uh, acclimated to the system. But then again, he's just kind of got to run straight, so maybe it's not that big of a deal. Uh, all right, uh, next game up Monday Night Football. This is one uh, I'm looking forward to: Rams Niners uh, divisional clash. 49ers are four point underdogs at home in this one with the over under set at 49. Uh, I love the Rams in this game, minus four. I expected this line to be a little higher. I think uh, maybe they're getting a little bit of shade for that uh, that home loss they took last week to the Titans, but we've talked about how the Titans are uh, you know, one of the hotter teams in the NFL right now. I'm still very bullish on this Rams team. I still think that they're one of the premier teams in the NFC, uh, and I, I have faith in Sean McVay to have put together a bounce-back performance and game plan uh, against this Niners team, more so than I have faith in Kyle Shanahan uh, to get his team ready to play after they lost to basically the backup, uh, the B squad for the Cardinals. So um, I'm taking the Rams here, minus four. I was surprised this line was as low as it was, and it's my lock of the week. Yeah, I love it. Um, I'm all over the Rams with you here, Evan. I, I Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're getting the benefit of a – you know, a fluky game last week with the Rams, um, they, they, you know, jumped out, Titans jumped out to a huge lead, uh, sort of threw them off rhythm. They're, they're a rhythm team, you know, uh, rhythm passing Stafford. He had an off game, uh, made a really dumb interception in his own five. Um, but yeah, this, this, this week interdivision, um, it's not like the 49ers look good last week. They look pretty shitty too. No, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I just I was a little shocked by this line. Um, you know, it, yeah, I, I just I, I don't really get it. Um, 49ers, you know, Debo is hobbled. Um, I just you know if they can limit, I know they got George Kittle backed, uh, but th- their defense really has not been that great. Nope. Um, the the Rams, I I just fully expect them to throw it will on this this 49ers pass defense and. If this game gets in a shootout, um, you know, I advantage Rams because, you know, Stafford's going to outduel Jimmy G almost every time. And it seems like McVay, the last, you know, over the course of the last three years, has had um, Shanahan's number. Um, and I, I definitely think that continues here. Love the Rams. And it looks like Robbie is also on the Rams. Uh, he's calling for another bounce back game for the Rams. Uh, that, that's all three of us on this one. Big Sean bounce back performance of the week. Love it. Rams minus four. Yeah, feeling good about it. All right. Well, let's uh let's recap our uh, lead pipe locks for the week. So Adam Lions plus nine. Love that PC principal. Finally gonna uh, get that team uh, dialed in. Uh, Robbie's on Raiders money line. Uh, big Sunday night uh, football performance. He's expecting. Um, and then I'm on Rams minus four, uh, against the Niners and Monday night football. So, uh, you know, I'm feeling good. I think, uh, you know, got a shot. I like those locks. Um, as for the podcast parlay, let's, let's check in here. So we all really like the lions plus nine. Uh, we were feeling good about Rams minus four. And then we were also really liking Browns Patriots under 45 and a half. Um, before we lock that in, I just want to make sure. Um, we were also all on the Jaguars, all on the Chargers, and then we were actually all on the Thursday night over 46.5. I think of those three, um, if there's maybe one I'd want to sub in, it might be that Thursday night over. Yeah. Uh, but what are you thinking? Now I was actually going to bring this up. I'm glad you did. Um, you know, with Robbie out, we didn't really get the feedback. I, he wasn't. He didn't have an opinion on that Browns Patriots, so I, did, I didn't want to throw him in this. Uh, without at least a, a confident pick from him, and he had the over Ravens Dolphins Thursday night as one of his confidence picks. So I would I would definitely be in to change that, swap out the Browns Pats for a little Thursday night over action. It seems like we uh, we do a good job when we include those Thursday night. Yeah, let's in there. yeah let's uh, let's do that then. So our uh, our podcast parlay is going to be Lions plus nine. Rams minus four, and then we're doing the Thursday night game, the over 46 and a half between the Ravens and the Dolphins. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's going to be it. 
Um, thanks again, guys, for uh, listening to the episode. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, just a reminder, make sure you follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, get the latest updates. Uh, Brother Jeff, shout out to him. He's doing great stuff on the social media for us. Uh, can't thank him enough for that. So uh, check out what he's doing. He's got some uh, funny memes are going up uh, all the time. He's uh, he's making fun of uh, every time I have a bad pick, I, I get blasted for it, which I love. Uh, so, yeah, we're having fun on the account. Uh, just make sure you follow us and, and uh, follow along. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, if you haven't bet with us before, uh, I got a really good feeling about this part- podcast parlay this week. Um, yeah, I I love every one of those. I think uh, you're taking it. You're getting a good advantage of some, you know, questionable lines from Vegas. So, um, and we, you know, we we've been pretty good this year. Uh, I know it hasn't been all that great with the podcast parlay, but uh, I I have a really good feeling on this one, and I think uh, we're gonna get all three of them right. All right. Well, on that note, that'll do it for our week ten episode. We'll be back with you next week, same time, bringing you the week eleven picks and recapping everything that we just talked about uh, over the last hour or so. But, uh, Adam, thanks again for tuning in. Robbie will be back next week, and we'll have the uh, full crew uh, ready to uh, break down week 11. But uh, until then, guys, take care. Good luck.